Thank you for being here tonight for our special prayer service that the elders have called. Two years ago, uh, in the midst of a crazy election season, uh, we were thinking about what the best thing we should do as a church, knowing that the people in the pews are inundated with political messages from political and non-political people alike. Uh, We thought it would be good to center ourselves on prayer, and we even called the congregation to a couple of days of fasting if they were so able. It was a good experience, and uh, we received much positive feedback from that original one, and so the elders decided to do this again uh, for this year. So that's what we're going to be doing tonight. No preaching, uh, just scripture reading and singing and a time of prayer. And we thank you for your being here tonight. As we begin, let's open with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we address you as Father knowing that you are in control, that no matter what happens in an election, that you remain on the throne. Father, we ask for your presence here tonight as we focus on your word, and we beseech you and and come to your holy throne in prayer. Father, we see the effects that division and strife have caused within our nation and within our culture, and we believe that the best thing we can do is approach you in prayer. Father, we approach you tonight humbly. We do so with a great deal of awe for you and for your power and for your name and for your might. We have seen you work uh, in the lives of many people who sit in the pews tonight. We have seen you work in the lives of families. We've seen you work in this church family time and again. Father, we are asking that you would work through our uh, prayers tonight to lift up righteous men and women to lead our country And we'll be praying as such. Father, hear our prayers tonight. And may your spirit guide our words. And may our hearts be directed toward your word and your promise and your truth. We love you, Father. And we know that you love us because of Jesus. And it's through his name that we pray. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 7 Verse 14, if you're following along in your Bible, you may turn there. The occasion is the dedication of the temple. King Solomon has uh, just finished that great task, and after it is over, the Lord appears to King Solomon in a vision at night, and he says to him these words, If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. May we join together in prayer tonight and in one voice as we sing, as we focus on God's word, as we lift up our prayers to him. Let's sing together. Humble yourself on the side of the Lord. Humble yourself on the side of the Lord. 
Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 through 19. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statues and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear, and you are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you crossed over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your descendants may live. The Pharisees, Sadducees, leaders in the time of Jesus had forgotten that the promises of God were conditional. This, is, this was a condition. And we, too, live in a time of conditional promises. America is not Israel. Times have changed, but God deals in the affairs of nations just like he deals in the affairs of men. Would you join with me, please, in prayer? Almighty God, the God of time, the God of eternity, you are active in the affairs of men on a scale that is beyond what we can imagine. You're active with people and active with groups of people, and active with nations and internationally. Our prayer to you right now is for the citizens of the United States to turn to you. We pray they turn to you for themselves, so they might live a full life, enjoying work in your service, and have heaven as their end. We pray they turn to you so that they might help our nation turn closer to you. We ask that you help us be attractive, attractive in a way that attracts them to you and causes them to investigate you and commit to you. God, the people of our nation have a wide variety of blessings and cursings. We know that individually you look at each man and can decide his fate. We pray, God, that we are able to as citizens in this country with the right and responsibility of voting, that we can come to you as a, as a nation and serve you. We pray these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. My heart, my mind, my body, my Before I read this scripture, I just want to say that the elders are 
very pleased to be able to lead this time of prayer and service, but we have also chosen to include some young men from our younger generations in this service. From Psalm chapter 2, why are nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against the anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. The king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal son or he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Will you bow with me? Dear Heavenly Father, Most High God, you are the keeper of every care and the answerer of every prayer. We know you are the true authority, even in this time when we look to elect new authority. We ask that you use your almighty power to elect officials who fear you and put you in the priority of their life. Be with us in this time as we hopefully seek your guidance on who we should support. Help us to look to you in spite of all the outside pressure to rely on our abilities to choose leaders when we know you are the only one able to truly judge between characters of these candidates. Be with our candidates, Father. Help their primary focus to be you. Help us to be able to discern to the best of our abilities who to put in the future of our country, your country, into the hands of. Help us to choose somebody who is fitting to your will to lead the American people in the best way possible. Finally, be with your church. Despite who is elected, allow your, our vision and focus to be unchanged because we know that you put into place all leaders. Please allow us to trust your judgment. Help us to remain unified in purpose and allow us to remain in community with one another, despite the disagreements, because we know that not everybody thinks the same way. Thank you for how much you love and care for us. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the world I have made, I see the How great thou art, how great thou art. 
me to the book of Second, First Timothy, please. First Timothy, chapter two. Paul writing to the young minister. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and for those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Let's continue our prayer together. Our Father, we gather as a group of believers on the week of a midterm election. Father, we know that you look down on all the nations of the earth all the kings and all the authorities, whether they are national, state, or local. Father, I pray that you would help us understand that regardless of what we may think of individuals, what we may think of their party affiliation, what we may think of their choices or their behavior, they are in office according to your will. And we should be thankful for this country. We should be thankful for government, even in our frustration, even on our best days and our worst days of life in this country. Father, you are in control, and the laws of this land call us to the polls periodically to put men and women in leadership positions. And Father, we thank you for this government. We thank you for your will in our country. Father, we pray for our leaders, for the local commissioners, for the state representative, for the governor-to-be, for our national uh, congressmen, senators, and for uh, the executive branch, all of our government authority. Father, they have influence on our lives. Their authority does not control our lives. We have the responsibility to live a holy life with, without regard to who's, uh, in, who's in authority. We acknowledge that they could make our road easier. They, they could make our lives and our attempts to live quiet, peaceful, holy lives easier. And I pray tonight that their decisions would be guided more on your vision for life as opposed to political vision. I pray that the results of their uh, conversations and negotiations and governing activities, that they would realize that they affect real people in our daily lives. Father, we know that you grant them the authority that comes with elected office. My prayer simply is they will make decisions that make our challenges in life easier to accomplish, that our task as God's people will not be made more difficult by our government. And, Father, Satan desperately wants the opposite to be true. Satan wants our government officials to fall prey to, to worldly vision and worldly wisdom, and that would be difficult for followers of you. Father, I pray that the decisions of those in authority would make our lives as Christians uh, more clear, that we would less have less 
difficulty in choosing good and bad, that we would always keep our eyes on you. This is our prayer tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. O Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, your and holy, bright and true, in thanksgiving, I'll be a cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. Lord God, you are our God, and we earnestly seek you. Our souls thirst for you. Our bodies long for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. We have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, our lips will glorify you. We will praise you. We will praise you, our God, as long as we live. And in your glorious name, we will lift up our hands. For you, O God, you alone will satisfy our souls, as with the richest of foods, with singing lips, our mouths will praise you. Lord, we come before you tonight. We come before you in this special time of prayer. We come to talk to you, to praise you, to ask you for direction, and to thank you. We come humbly because we know that we are not worthy, because only one is worthy, and that is is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we come into this time of electing our earthly leaders, I ask that you fill your people with your special spirit, your Holy Spirit, that it fills us in a way that we might be a light to those around us. During this time of year, there seems to be such anger, hostility, and divisiveness and hatred. Help us, help us as your people, as your children, to not get caught up in the political rhetoric. Help us to look to Paul's words to the church at Philippi about not being anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer in petition, with thanksgiving, presenting our request to you. And your peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, help us. Help us to be your light in this world. Just as that city on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do we, your people, light a lamp and put it under a bowl, but instead we should shine that light by putting it on a stand so that everyone in the house can see. Help each of us to individually shine that light, the light of grace, the light of mercy, the light of love. Because if we do this, the world will take notice. 
friends and acquaintances will notice a peace that can only come from you. Help us each to look for an opportunity to share that peace, to share that comfort that comes from knowing that this is not our home. We are just strangers passing through. For we have a home, a home that our Lord Jesus Christ has gone to prepare for us. So we are not to let our hearts be troubled, but we're to trust in you, and we're to trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this temporary home that you have given us. We glory in the majesty that we see in what you have created. We thank you for the opportunities that you have given each of us. And Lord, I pray for the men and women who will be elected, and I pray that they will look to you for guidance, that they will look to you for understanding, but most of all, I pray that they will look to you for wisdom. For the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Lord, we come before you tonight. We come before you with joy in our hearts, knowing that we have a firm foundation, a firm hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Knowing that it is his atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also the sins of the world. Father, help us. Help us to show his love. Help us to shine his light to this world. Lord, we humbly bow before your throne tonight. Praising your majestic and holy name, thanking you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. And it's in the name of our glorious Savior, Jesus Christ, we live up to this prayer. Amen. Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness, shining Jesus' light.
I'd like to read a passage out of Romans chapter 13, beginning in verse 1. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For the rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. Would you pray with me, please? Our dear Heavenly Father, how majestic is your name. You are the creator of the universe and all it contains. We belong to you, Father. You are our Father, and our salvation. Dear Lord, we as a nation, we as a people, it seems have wandered away from your truths, your ways, and your commands. There are many men and women of this country, a a country made great by your statutes and mercy that Choose not to follow your commands or even acknowledge your existence. Please forgive us, Lord, as a nation. Lord, have mercy on us as a people. Father, we are embarking on another important election of our country's leaders this week. We pray that as your people, we are good citizens, citizens that know your word, and citizens that act on your word. We humbly ask you, dear Lord, for and specifically seek your guidance and your wisdom in choosing men and women that fear you, that desire to follow your precepts. We truly do not know the hearts of those running for office, but Father, You know our hearts, and we pray that as citizens of your kingdom, that our hearts are aligned with you and your holy will. As you tell us in Jeremiah, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his deeds. We pray this evening that you do search each candidate's heart and mind and defeat those that will not do your will 
and are not worthy in your sight to lead this country forward. We again pray that through your mercy that you allow the candidates that love you and your teachings to be elected to be the leaders of our country. Dear Lord, we know and understand that none of our leaders are without sin and know that throughout all of history that you have used imperfect men and women to lead nations for your purposes. We fervently pray and humbly ask for all these things, but we pray above all else that your will be done. Lastly, Lord, we want to be citizens citizens of yours that accept your will and to give respect and honor to to those that you allow to be put in office. Above all else, Father, we are comforted by the fact of knowing you love us with a love that is beyond our understanding and that you and you alone are all-powerful and are in absolute control. I humbly pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Take my life and First Peter, the second chapter, verse 13, beginning. Be subjects for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Would you continue with me in prayer, please? Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for allowing us to live in a country where we have freedom to vote, 
and freedom to run for office. Lord, so often it is easy to look from a distance and not understand or appreciate the work that is done and the decisions that are made to keep our country, our state, and our city running and being successful. Lord, I ask that you would be with each one of us and each one of the individuals that are involved in government, from our president of the the United States to the governor of Kansas to the mayor of Wichita and all of those in between. Lord, I ask that you would be with each one of these men and women as they make decisions that impact the moral fabric of this country. Please, Lord, surround them with good counsel and give them the humility and wisdom necessary to make the extremely difficult decisions that they face each day. Lord, when uh, when they ask for the when they are asked to compromise their integrity, give these leaders the resolve to be prudent and to stand firm in their convictions. Give them discretion to see the difference in right and wrong and good and evil. Lord, I ask that you would help us as citizens to spend more time encouraging and praying for our leaders than we would chastising and berating their decisions. Lord, you have blessed us beyond measure to live in this country and to have the freedoms that we do. Help us, Lord, not to take these for granted. May we do our part in this upcoming election, to use our voice to elect godly men and women into office. Lord, thank you for this opportunity that you have placed before us. And whatever whatever happens, help it to go to your glory and your glory only. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. At this time, if you do not have the opportunity to partake of the Lord's Supper this morning, it has been left prepared in the fireside room this way. Please stand now as we we stand and sing. Before we sing our final song, I'd like to make one quick announcement. You know, this has been a really neat day today. We've appointed some new deacons and reappointed some uh, existing deacons. Uh, and every two years we do that. Toby told you that. Um, also, what you may not know is every two years on the evening of the day we appoint the deacons, we have a, an appreciation dinner for our deacons, for our ministry leaders, our class leaders, our Women walking with God, management team leaders, the people that lead the ministries we have, we, we want to pat them on the back and tell them thank you. Those of you who uh, are going to that dinner know it already, hopefully. This is your reminder that this is the night to do that. So in about 10 minutes after our closing prayer, please be in the multipurpose room and uh, we'll begin our dinner. Let's, let's sing this final song. God of our fathers,
Father in heaven, we are grateful tonight to have shared a time of prayer and focus and a reminder of your promises from your word. May we, uh, this coming Tuesday, may we use the blessing that we have been given of the ability to choose our leaders. May we not take that lightly. May we be good stewards of that which you have given us, for we know there are many nations in this world where their citizens have zero say of who is in charge. But, Father, because we exist as American citizens in this time, at this place, we believe you have given us this uh, amazing, uh, unique responsibility, and it is a great one. Father, may we take it seriously, and may we vote in accordance with your principles. May we vote for men and women who uphold your values, who would protect the life of the innocent, who would bring justice to those who break the law. Father, as we elect those men and women, I pray that you will give them clarity. I pray that you will give them focus and wisdom. For their job and their task is indeed a great one. May they be men and women of great integrity who see their role in leadership as a tremendous responsibility. And may as we not take lightly the vote we give, may they not take lightly their responsibility to lead. Father, we love you and we thank you that we can come to you in prayer as we have tonight. Be with us tonight. Be with us in the days to come this week, and may your light and your mission continue to shine uh, through this church family here. We pray these things through Christ's name. Amen. 